Okay, so first we gotta we gotta do initiative, and I'm not gonna be the one to say any cringy shit here. So I uh, guess it's time to show some initiative. Thank you, James. I I just said I wasn't gonna be the one to do it. So, I figured I'd bite the bullet. It, yeah. It's usually me saying the cringy <laughs> shit anyway, at least as far as the edits are concerned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Bits and Bytes has go. ruined everything for me, I think. <laughs> I did ask for permission. I wouldn't do it without your consent. So uh, it's your thank you. fault. Thank you for ruining my life with my, <laughs> with my consent. With okay. <laughs> How grandiose a gesture. Guys, introductions. Julian. Oh, Julian, yeah. introductions. Uh, thank you. Hi, welcome to Show Some Initiative. I'm Julian. I'm the DM slash storyteller here. Sorry. Oh, no, it's, it's Nick. It's Nick now. Yeah, <laughs> haha. Oh, right. Hi, I'm Nick, and I play Danny. Hello, I am Tori, and I play Erica. Hi, I'm Phil. I play Gabe. Hi, I'm James, and I, I play Jose, and I also get put on blast for things that aren't my fault. <laughs> they, they are kind of your fault. They, they are, are kind your of fault. your fault. Also, They're hi, I'm Cookie, and I play Patrick. Hi, I'm Sean, I play Theo. Amazing. You guys can know that every time I do my introduction, I do a little peace oh, signs. Oh, that's so cute. Fuck. <laughs> okay, so, sorry, I love gushing over you guys, but... <laughs> All right, so who do we want to do first? Do we want to do Jose and Erica, or do we want to try to fight? Because fighting is going to be very slow, because it's been a while. I would maybe, because okay. then there's a chance we get back and can help fight. Yeah, that would True. be really nice. Yeah, I definitely think we should let James and Tori go first. Uh-huh. Also, everyone, open your combat sheet. Implying that Patrick won't just destroy immediately. Hopefully, if I don't roll badly, because the the right now here, my hubris is going to cause me to roll just jack shit. Yeah, Cookie, you totally jinxed yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait. Knocked on wood. There we go. It's fine. It's fine. We're good. Yeah, nothing bad can happen to us now. So, Erica, when you are told to book it, where exactly are you booking it to? I would say that she goes just out of earshot from the tent to avoid listening in because it's it's really hitting her what Danny intends to do with putting someone in torpor. So you're staying within ear earshot, but you're just trying to get away the best you can. Get a bit of space from what's going on. Okay, you're able to get to a pretty secluded area, far away from both kind and kindred, kind of in the back space, uh, like back alleyways, alleyways of the circus, uh, followed by Jose. Howdy, Miss Erica. Hello, Mr. Almanza. I'm sorry, I just, I couldn't bear to be in there any longer. I know it wasn't very professional considering our line of work, but what they were going to do, it's just, it was inhumane. Well, uh, 
I'm not going to criticize you for being human, Miss Erica. It's one of the uh, few qualities I find I rather enjoy in people. But it's not too well suited to this line of work, is it? I don't know, it's just... I've seen and I've done hard things before. Lord knows, back in the war, it's just... It's... it's different now. We've got these powers that can do these unspeakable things to other people. It's beyond what I'm comfortable seeing or, or doing. I suppose that makes sense. I've kind of had an inverse reaction to getting these powers. When I was human, I didn't have a lot of agency in anything I did. When I was a farmer, I, my life was dictated by the harvest. When I was a soldier, it was dictated by commanders. No matter where I went, I was at the beck and call of someone or something else. When I became kindred for the first time, I had a choice and a mean of making an impact. I suppose I... I see what you mean. We... We can do more with these powers that we have than we could as humans. I've tried to use what I've had to make things better for people. I've tried to use it to heal and... and to save those I could. It's just hard to imagine using it to... to cause pain and purpose. I understand there are times when it must be done, but... I don't know if I can be the one to do it. Maybe this is the best and worst piece of advice I can give you. It gets easier to do the wrong thing for the greater good. It's not a piece of advice I would have liked to hear, but it did. I don't know how much you know about my clan heritage, but the Asimites are the closest thing vampires have to vampire hunters. I've had to do a lot of hurting. Some of it to stay in the game of being a kindred, and some because I chose it. There's a period of my life where I use my powers to hurt a lot of people out of rage, and even if that rage did lead to a betterment of a certain situation, it was still something maybe I should have avoided. But we can do good things with these powers. And I'm willing to help you figure out how you can do that. Thank you, Mr. Almanza. In the meantime, I think I have, there's like a 90% chance of what Danny's trying to do in there going tits up. So we should probably head back before that happens. Uh, right, right, I'll, I'll be right behind you. I, I just need another moment. Thank you, Mr. Almanza, truly, I, I appreciate this. And I'm, I'm sorry for reacting the way I did when you asked for my help before. I think perhaps I just, I need to take these things at my own pace, you know? 
And if I'm being honest, I only said what I said to make Melanie think something much worse was going to happen than it did. I would have never asked you to do that if it made you uncomfortable. I'd like you to have my back. Thank you. I... Of course. Of course I will. Let's get going. Okay, so... First we gotta... We gotta do initiative. And I'm not gonna be the one to say any cringy shit here, so... I guess uh, it's time to show some initiative. Thank you, James. I, I just said I wasn't going to be the one to do it. I figured I'd bite the bullet. It, yeah. It's usually me saying the cringy <laughs> shit anyway, at least as far as the edits are concerned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bits and Bites has ruined everything for me, I think. <laughs> I did ask for permission. I wouldn't do it without your consent. So it's ah, your thank you. fault. Thank you for ruining my life with my with my consent. With okay. <laughs> How grandiose a gesture. Okay. Time for initiative. Please give me a dex plus wits roll. Dex plus wits. Dex plus, dex plus wits. Now, Jose is going to take a turn to get there, and... Erica is going to take two because she did say she'd be a moment, so I'm assuming she's trying to, like, get her shit together. Metaphorical shit. Okay, now going through... Danny, what's your initiative? I got a 17. Erica? Uh, seven. Gabe? Nine. Well, Jose? Sixteen. Patrick. I rolled shit, so only fifteen. <laughs> only fifteen. Ooh, I rolled 15. a five. It's the worst roll, I think, except from uh Phil's and Tories. Theo. Sixteen. Jose and Theo, between the two of you, which one has more decks? Four. Um three. Okay. So Jose goes first. That is how That's that how works. Yes. Yeah. So, Danny, Melanie has decided to embrace her frenzy and is just gonna, gonna go buck wild. What would you like to do? So, I know that we tied her up. Is she still held down or has she broken out of the restraints already? Not quite yet, but you can assume that a frenzied vampire who's older than anyone here, maybe, give or take. Uh, more experienced than anyone here, I should say. So, Julian, would you say that if I sharpened the end of the shovel, that that would count as a stake? Yes, I would say so. In that case, yeah, I think what you see is Danny rushes to the table where he left his axe earlier and he grabs the end of it and uh, with kind of one swing, he chops off the end of the shovel. Um, I think giving it a few more swings to sharpen the end of it and then wields it like a spear as he charges back towards Melanie. 
Okay, Jose, it's gonna be a bit till you get there. So, Theo, it's your turn. Jose's just like strolling, like, oh, I did. I, that was a really good talk. I, I'm really, I think this is going well. <laughs> and you know what? I said 90%, there's a 10% chance that Danny knew what he was doing and wouldn't give her an attempt, uh, a chance to frenzy. <laughs> well, that's where you went wrong. Now, Julian, I would like to appeal to you to let me conjure a gun with bullets. So, walk me through your conjuring bullshit, then. Okay. <laughs> tell, me how, that, tell me how this Number is gonna one, work. Number one, it requires five blood points, and I just did a about bond thing, so I am risking a lot here. And all I'm asking is for a gun full with bullets. So once that thing is out, it's just a limited amount of bullets. That's all I'm asking for. Okay, I like that. Now, what kind of gun we talking about here? <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. When you said gun full of bullets, I could only think portal turret. <laughs> just like <laughs> the other All I'm asking okay, for is it, a all. portal gun. So we can all <laughs> transfer. <laughs> Mostly because I don't want to get sued for copyright infringement before we're even <laughs> off the ground. Ah. So tell me, tell me how this is going to work. Okay. So particular complex items often require a knowledge rule. Um, and since I don't have crafts, I'm gonna ask it to be technology, because that makes sense. Maybe? Mm. Listen, I have a backup plan if, if we're not going for the conjuring thing, but also I would like to. No, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to let you. Okay. I suppose guns are technology. Ah, uh, should we do just should we do firearms then, though? Because if it's guns, or we, uh, yeah. I can also agree with firearms. I think firearms would be fair because it's knowledge of firearms as well. Yeah, as the I'm also sure. with that yeah. as well. I would be I would be willing to let you do it with the firearms. I just. I just want this to work honestly because like this costs so much. I'm down so much blood. I want you to succeed. So yes, please go ahead and do your knowledge roll with firearms. Yeah. Uh... Okay, so I'm doing intelligence plus firearms and obsics. Are we doing? Yes, obsics. You have held a gun before, right? Yes. You know what one looks like? Wait, I, I okay, was holding yes, a gun in the last fight. Okay, good. Just, just... Three successes. Three, okay. Okay, I would say, uh... Is that all you need for your power, then? Is just knowledge and spending that blood point? Uh, the more, uh, successes, the, the better it is. Okay, I would say, where are the guns? Theo conjures a fucking bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I do have to actually be familiar with the, with the thing. I think it... Let me... I don't even like with, like, an assault rifle. I have a pistol Is as well. Your I... Hmm? I also have a pistol. Okay, I would say 
I want more drama, though. How do you feel about a light revolver with only six shots? Is that dramatic enough? That is pretty dramatic. That is pretty dramatic. I do love the idea of a Tremere cowboy being able to summon his own gun. I get to keep this gun. Yeah, but you're also going to be cool. spending a lot of blood points doing Theo, that. Theo has just... Yeah, Theo has just become Reaper Overwatch. <laughs> Just yeets the gun, conjures a new one. Uh, I don't know enough about Overwatch no. to, to go on with this bit, <laughs> but sure. If I get hit, I'm fucked, by the way. Yeah, so that's fun. Don't worry, that's, that's, that's why you have the meat shield. I'm just hoping that you won't be able to fire off a shot this round. Why? Oh, quiet. Because I can make the room quiet, which might be useful because we're in the middle of a circus and people might be concerned with gunshots. I assume that conjuring that gun took up a whole round for me. Yeah, I would imagine. It took five blood points. By the way, Julian, I'm at four blood points. I don't know if that's super relevant. <laughs> it Oof. is, yeah. It is, yeah. You're getting really close to uh, when you need to roll yep. for uh, frenzy bullshit. You're really towing that line there. Listen, I can only res I I can only restrain one frenzy vampire at a time. Please. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of playing a trivia if I don't do batshit crazy shit? We got to someone's got to someone's got to toe the edge here. That's the line here. I don't know. Mm. Theo, can you do anything else, or do you know if that's, uh, like, your turn? I'm pretty sure that's, like, I think that turn, would right? make sense if that was also my turn. Because I do get okay, to so keep you this gun. Okay, so you Free gun. <laughs> you... Free gun. A free-ish gun. Yeah. You conjure yeah. forth this... This little revolver, and you feel so drained all of a sudden. It's almost as if you pumped a lot of your blood points into it. <laughs> Yeah, almost. But so you have a gun with six shots in it. Yeah. Use them wisely. Or don't, your choice. Yeah. Okay, Patrick? Uh, I'm gonna spend one bug point here to uh, grow my, my claws. That's gonna take a turn though, so while that's happening, since that's not an action, that's like just reactive, but it, okay. it takes a while to happen. So mm -hmm. while that's going on, uh, I would like to uh, I would like to hold. Okay. I am. I'm trying to like pin her down to the chair, like keep her on the chair. I'm gonna like while the claws are like growing. So Patrick starts moving forward, like his fingers are like sharpening to claws. And he's just gonna dash forward and try to like grab Melanie like from behind and restrict her to the chair. Okay, then please give me strength plus athletics then. Uh, okay, I think it's strength oh, plus the... brawl. I have oh that yeah, that thing. yeah, strength plus brawl. Yes. Give me a strength plus brawl, please. It's three successes. Okay, and she's going to roll the same to try to get out of it. So. 
Uh, I, in a successful roll, the attacker holds the target until the subject's next action. At that time, right. we both roll again. Sure thing, then you might as well just copy-paste that because you're going to be it again. Uh, now actually, because it's her turn. What if she didn't take a turn? Just to move this. <laughs> <laughs> what if she decided to have a little rest? She decides in her frenzy, because she's so stressed, she just wants to nap. <laughs> so she just voluntarily enters Torpor, yeah. and nothing bad is ever going to happen to the circus or any of our lovely kindred here. Yes. Yay! Why would something know. bad and violent happen in Vampire the Masquerade? Yes, that's a bit Oof. weird, Julian. I am, I am spending one willpower to make that three successes. Okay. Then she's going to spend a, a... Actually, I don't... Can she? I have... Also, uh, Julian, I, I will just say, uh, well, I would like, I would love for Melly to spend her willpower uselessly. She needs to roll more than me to break out. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, but it will still put her at three, and so tied Ooh. and so held. Okay. I do hate combat with you all so much. <laughs> Listen, I've okay. had two weeks to plan this. Hmm. Yeah. Also, I had to modify on the fly since Danny did the stay thing. Okay, so she's currently held in place by Patrick. Gabe, it is your turn. I think at this point, like scene wise, uh, like Melanie's like struggling so hard and Patrick is struggling so hard that Patrick has just literally broken the chair that Melanie's already just holding her. Like between them. So, I have a question. Mm-hmm. So, Gabe has this fun little thing called Kindhearted. So, does brandishing a cross at someone carry intent to harm them physically or emotionally? I do you think... Because that's the only weapon he's got right now besides, like, slapping. <laughs> Most intense. <laughs> you do know that this could potentially hurt her, so. So yes, in other words. Yes. Okay. I'm just gonna double check. Okay, so true faith isn't like a cone AOE thing. It's just a one target. Good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't have to try to hurt Cookie at the same time. Okay, okay good. At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a fucking god Don't mess with me. I have the power of God and anime on my side. <laughs> and just burst the three of us <laughs> to the ground. Hussein mm. comes by and it's just three piles of ash. It is it is just that gif from community of the guy walking (laughs) in with the pieces and everything's on fire. Amazing. Okay, this is whenever causing whenever causing pain. So if I actually hit, then I have to roll willpower. I don't have to roll roll willpower to attack. I just have to roll willpower if I hit. So I Gabe's gonna take his little cross and he's gonna try to um, maybe subdue um, 
Melanie as much as possible. Okay. So it's rolled against her willpower. And fun fact, since I only have one dot in true faith, I get to roll a die. <laughs> uh, where is this? The rolls. There we go. I mean, Julian could steal Bodge. There's a success. A whole 10. Oh, a whole okay. a It doesn't rest. matter that it's a 10, but you know. And I'm I'm rolling willpower here. You're rolling, rolling willpower, yes. And the ob is six of standard. Yeah, I, I don't think it modifies anything. Okay. Two. Oof. Well, fuck. Uh, Can you add a willpower to your roll? I you could. Could, yeah. Could do Let me double check what my willpower is here. I think I spent oh, I didn't spend anything. something. Um. <laughs> Thank you, Cookie. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna spend a willpower. Um. So with zero successes, she she is not able to advance. She doesn't have to take okay. any steps back, but she can't like approach. Oh, you aren't approaching me. Yeah, and <laughs> as part of this, am I able? Because Patrick's like grappling her right now. Am I able to like get in there and slap this cross against some part of her body? Yes, definitely. I would require that to be a. Definitely Dex, because you're trying not to hit your friend here. I would also maybe argue now would be the time you roll that um, uh, kind-hearted thing, because... I haven't I, done damage. Yet. Yeah, but I think yeah. the intent yeah. to deal damage is what would trigger that there. Uh, you think? You what is think. the official phrase? I'll double check what the rule book says, as well as my little please. tiny note card. Yes, please. Not that I don't trust your little tiny note card, but... I Where don't. What's it say, flaws. Phil? It's not a physical flaw. Here's what I have, because Erica has it too. Surprise, surprise. Oh. Soft-hearted, Phil. Uh, you Damn cannot start to watch others suffer. You avoid any situation. Unless you avoid okay. any situation okay. that involves causing some, some physical or emotional pain. Okay, um, got it. Yeah. So I guess you're right. I do have to make willpower. Yeah, go ahead. Thank you. And we'll... Yep. Ow. Oof. Would you care to spend any willpower here to make this a zero instead of a negative one? So if it's a botch, do I just like straight up lose a willpower or something? If it's a botch, something bad happens. Well, yeah, okay. Happen. Depends. Yeah. God, I guess I'll spend a second willpower point to manage to not fuck everything up this round, I guess. Oh, boo. Your fault, Julian. How is that my fault? Because you're the DM and everything that goes wrong is oh. your fault. Oh, my heart. Wow. I see oh. how it is, Philip. I can't believe this. So, so I, I cannot do harm. Am I allowed to reroll that or is that just for the scene now? I would say at, at, at your turn. Okay. But for now, you feel too 
Like, this is probably one of the few times you've seen a kindred frenzy, so something about it just kind of pulls at your heartstrings about the, like this poor soul so trapped and desperate to get out that she's like literally losing her humanity to try to save herself. Mm. But granted, that might just be... Uh, you're not Catholic, you're Baptist, so... You know what, you still feel guilt. That's just anyone with religion at this point, let's be real. That's most people, Julian. I don't know if, I don't know if yeah, religion is- I'm standing by that. It's, it's, it's a bad sign if you don't feel uh, guilt, I don't know, actually. I don't feel guilt. Are we supposed to? Wait, you guys feel guilt? Yeah. Is that a thing you'll do? So anyway, that's my turn. Melanie can't take a step forward. Okay, cool. For multiple reasons. Yeah, for multiple reasons. <laughs> yeah, I think the giant gay grill on her is contributing a little <laughs> bit on this. She, Maybe she's being held physically and spiritually. Yes, thank you. That's true. She That's couldn't true. if she wanted to. Now someone be mean to her, so she'll be held emotionally too. <laughs> Tell her her stance is is, whack. is this what your parents would want about for you? Is this really like how, how your parents would feel about this right now? She's like, ah, no, <laughs> Melanie, you're turning into your mother. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Oh my gosh. Julian, Julian, does that count as vicious mockery? Do I roll for psychic damage? Everyone fought your D&D character sheets. <laughs> okay, so with that, it is back up to Danny's turn. Yeah, so I guess if she's tied down, I think I'll go ahead and you know run forward with it like a spear and try to stake her. Okay, and just so you understand the situation, Patrick is currently holding Melanie there is a piece of chair between them because he kind of crushed it. So there is a bit of a chance if you roll too high, uh, you could end up piercing your friend as well. Uh, I have I have three points of fortitude, it's fine. Do it, coward. Yeah, but at the same time, a stake is kind of like an instant, uh, instant down and out. Yeah, but like the only thing we're fighting is also down and out. So. your hubris. Yeah. It's coming to get you. <laughs> it will. There are specific rules for staking. Uh, you have to, uh, it makes it difficulty nine because you're aiming for the heart. And you have to get three uh, successes on the damage roll in order for it to actually stake them. Believe it or not, I was also looking this up earlier for unrelated reasons. That definitely, it definitely had nothing to do with the fact that I grabbed a stake way earlier in this game. Okay, so I'm rolling uh, dexterity plus melee on uh, nine. All right. Man, I can't even fix that with willpower. That's a super botch minus two. Hey, uh, Julian, so you said it would probably pierce Patrick if you rolled too high. Well, no, I'm taking that back. <laughs> I would very much like for Patrick to also be pierced now. Yay. So as you run forward, Danny, and well, though, you have to, you have to, uh... Do damage. But at the same time, that is a super botch. That is a super botch. Like, I don't, I, I don't know even if I'm allowed to roll for the soaps here and try to, like, fortitude my way out of these. Mm. I don't think Cookie should lose their soap crawl because of yeah, my Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying, like, I... Yeah, okay. I, no, like, I honestly... Cards on the table here, I am super down to just get staked. It's the second fight that it would happen. The Fire first scattered one. 
we're getting stakes. Danny just like swings his stake, misses, and stakes himself. <laughs> no, that's too, that's too much of a DMD critical fail. But I, I am down to for, for Patrick to get staked. Like, I, I think that that would go with a, with a roll here. Thoughts from anyone else? Yeah, I think Patrick definitely gets staked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just because I think it's I think it's fun. A, f- a fun little, little sexy it's fun. moment. Between this friends. isn't so fun. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, it is fun. It's fun staking. for me. Danny, you run forward and the momentum of just everything happening is too much and you end up piercing Melanie's heart going through the chair and also piercing Patrick. And you hear a disgusting kind of bone snap mixed with blood gushing mixed with wood breaking apart. I think that was my turn of <laughs> So yes, now Patrick and Melanie are both staked. Uh, the pros of that is that Melanie's staked, the con of that is that Patrick is staked, right? Um, yeah, I was gonna say, is there a... Um... Is there damage, and can I try and soak the damage at least? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please go ahead, Nick, and roll, roll that damage. Roll your damage, Nick. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Do it, coward! Because you were trying to get you were trying to get some Melanie, so. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Actually, I remembered I have a strength specialization for this. Yes. So that's two extra points of damage. So that's a total of. Seven successes. Amazing. Now, Patrick, can you please try to soak that? That fortune dude is really coming through right now. It's just plain stamina, right? Plus fortune dude, if I have it. So if you manage to hit every single one as a success, which is possible, I suppose. It is possible. Hey! And I do have tough as nails, my stamina specialization, so that means I have six successes. Okay, so you only take one level of damage right now. It's like, ow. Ouchies. So you're just bruised. I'm just- I just got rammed through the heart of the shovel and I'm bruised. It literally hit- missed every other piece of rib and everything behind the heart. (laughs) So, since I didn't do the three damage, does that mean that Patrick is not staked? No, 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 like, uh, you- like, you deal the damage, like, since you- like, since you roll the thing, like since you rolled at least seven, at least three damage, the thing goes through. Yeah. Yeah. It's based on the successes. The actual damage that they take doesn't really matter. Just as long as you hit those three successes, the stake goes through. And the character does take at least three levels of damage. So like they can soak, but only down to three. So actually it will take two more points. Okay. I am injured. Okay. You know, believe it or not, if you stab most people in the heart with a shovel, they will also be injured. <laughs> I mean, I didn't just, I didn't just straight up die, which would, which would have happened if I, if I didn't soak. <laughs> Jose, you are coming back from your talk with Erica. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about how it went? I think it's good until he hears the chair break. It's a bit of a total shift. Yeah, so as you kind of brace yourself, you're like, okay, we're gonna have to fight Melanie. 
We can do it. And even though you don't breathe, you find yourself just taking a deep breath, just <sighs> bracing yourself to go through that door and walking in. It's somehow worse than you could have thought because you see Gabe there borderline just shocked. Theo with a gun, which is never a good thing. <laughs> and then Danny with a weirdly long stake pierced through both Melanie and Patrick, who both look incredibly dazed right now. No, that's the thing. What he's holding isn't like a stake. It's just a shovel with the end hacked off. Yeah, the other end of the shovel is still there. I yeah, guess. it's okay. <laughs> I, I guess Danny really did take a shovel and started digging. Yeah. Uh, the first thing Jose is going to do is um, use uh, my second, I believe, first level quietus ability, Silence of Death, to create a bubble of silence around me, 20 feet in diameter. Like, sees the gun and also knows that a frenzied vampire can make some noise if they want to. Do I, can I in my turn get over to my sword? Uh, yeah. Uh, then I will spend a blood point to use a point of celerity to make an attack with it. Okay. Yeah, sure, go ahead. Okay, so that is... I really... I Listen, I know the odds of you getting in the, uh, like another super botch are incredibly <laughs> low, but like as a DM, that would be so satisfying. As a player, Thank I think it would it. also be pretty the dang satisfying. Boss hat trick. I don't know how satisfying it would be for this player, but you know. That's not me this time. So, also fun fact, I have a melee specialization called Swords, so that is six successes. Okay, and what are you trying to do with these six successes then? I'm trying to decapitate Melanie. Fun. So I imagine, uh... It's a little hard to really like dodge that. Well, you're paralyzed, she, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The best she can really do is soak, but even then, um, please go ahead and just roll that damage. I'll do my best. Uh, that'll be six successes on damage. <laughs> oh. Okay. And I did invite the Masquerade bot over to my personal server so I can roll a little bit more privately. Understandable going through I don't it, it's not looking good six successes minus three is three and that puts her down at crippled so she's looking incredibly bad like literally it is like she you you guys can see you guys can see the damage skill she's very close it's like, it's almost as if like, when you go to cut through, like something inside you slips up a little bit and you don't quite get the clean hack that you want. Understandable. You know, someone, Jose's gonna have to pay, Jose and Daniel are gonna pay for that dry cleaning of this, of this shirt, I'm just saying. Well, it's red flannel, so most of it'll be fine. Yeah, that's why they think Patrick wears red. Okay, it's his favorite color. <laughs> okay, Theo. I would have been so pissed if you managed to kill her just then. I conjured a whole gun. I'd like to shoot the gun. 
in the head. Okay. That's where that's where it hurts for. And this is within this is within your uh, Jose's quietest zone, correct? Yes. Okay. No, I explicitly walk out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be noisy. I mean, I'm just saying, if anyone would do it, it'd be Theo. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. You're right, but you shouldn't say. I it. want everyone to know. <laughs> I took the kill. Two successes. Two successes. Okay. I'll boost it up one with willpower. Okay. So four d tens, and then I add two. Three. Now she, in theory, soaks. Yeah, no, she doesn't. No. Yeah. No. Oof! Ouch! Her, her hat. Where do you aim to, uh, absolutely destroy her? Uh, I believe it's the head that would harm a kindred, right? That place. <laughs> so you... Yeah, okay, yeah, that place, the head place. Yeah. You manage to point, you fire, and then you shoot. And then... And then you don't miss. And I don't miss, but yeah, it doesn't do miss. shit because it's a kindred. It does enough. <laughs> well, so I got my gun at least. So as you shoot and fire... Uh, for a moment she's there, and then the next moment, uh, it's like Patrick has been covered with uh, confetti. <laughs> dusty, gray, disgusting confetti. So, fuck. You killed her. Yeah! You did it! You stole the kill! Yeah! Again, I think you've done this before. <laughs> kill stealing! Hooray. Is that gonna be your thing yeah, now? Yeah, fuck you! <laughs> Theodore gets all the experience points. He gets to get all the loot. Oh, hold on. Adding my kill count to two. Look, to be completely fair, a Tremere stealing anything uh, seems yeah. extremely Especially stealing the kill from an Asamite, I think is fairly appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think stealing anything is Tremere behavior. Listen, well, so if you wanted to take it, you should have killed him first. Her first. <laughs> Hi, this is Sean. I'm doing the ad break this week. And thank you for listening to Show Some Initiative. Well, we don't have an ad. I'm just giving giving our links because we don't get sponsored, but that's fine. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Some Initiative, Instagram at show.someinitiative, or on Tumblr, show-some-initiative. And we are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and YouTube. And it'd be really cool if you could leave us a comment. Also, you can find all of our links on Linktree at show some initiative, one word. We'd also like to give a thank you to tabletopaudio.com for the background music. And we have we have a survey. We have a survey. Um, we have a survey. Uh, 
and is linked on all of our social medias, including the link tree and in the episode description. We are looking for any feedback that you have, um, like anything you want, anything about like audio stuff or character stuff, plot stuff, whatever. Any input would be great. All right, thank you. Back to the show. Okay, so, as you all are just kind of taking a moment to breathe in, it's still like, a, a, or I guess, let the dust settle. Everyone but Patrick, I guess. Everyone but Patrick, yeah. As you guys are taking a moment to, yeah, <laughs> kind of rest and let the dust settle. Yeah, I guess Danny gets up and kind of brushes himself off, and uh, yeah, he goes over and um, pulls out the steak. Uh, I will say, here's a bit of a problem, is that when you rammed it in, it was so hard that the steak decided to start splintering. So, it is a bit of an issue of little bits and bites stuck inside Patrick's heart. Bits and bites, you say? But however... If only there was someone that knew first steak. Ah, shit, right. (laughs) He's... he's steak. Who can, like, craft flesh, too. Erica, you come in at this moment where Danny's kind of standing over Patrick's still body uh, just looking very confused and everyone else is looking a little out of it and they all kind of turn and look at you as you enter what in the ever loving fuck did you do (laughs) well the fun fact of the matter is Erica mouths all of that and no sound comes out (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that is a good point. Adding, I assume, to Erica's confusion. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh dear. Speaking of which, I will I will dismiss the silence of death. Erica's just gonna make a beeline for Patrick, <laughs> like Daniel, what the fuck did you do to the lad? Well, uh, she was frenzying, and uh, Patrick was holding her back, and I uh, charged with the stake, and, uh, well, uh, things might have got a lot out of hand. You don't flip and say, all right. Let me take care of this. Yeah, Danny, like, almost bolts up right and says, yes, ma'am. Uh, what do yeah. you say, ma'am? Okay, so Erica, are you trying to use your vicissitude to take out the steak bits? Yeah, I suppose I ought to. Um, Don't have a splint, not splinter, uh, tweezers on me, I guess. I'm sure uh, Erica has her. Well, your full medical kit is here. Oh, right. That's right. You guys used it for. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think I think very immediately. uh, Jose just opens it up and starts hand uh, pulling out things you might need. Yeah. Uh, while while this is happening, Theodore's gonna conceal his gun and like be like, "I'll I'll I'll be right back," and goes to find the let's see, 
cocoa stand? They the employees yeah, stand, so you can that's just exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> Listen, two of us are gonna need it. Just getting a quick snack. I'm gonna need it. So you step out to get this blood hot cocoa. Mm-hmm. And you look incredibly frazzled and just out of it because you did spend a lot of your blood points on a really cool gun. It's a really cool gun. So it was pre- it do be pretty cool though. Could you please during this when during your trek there, could you please give me a perception plus Oh god, I'm going to get jumped. Alertness. Perception plus alertness. This ob is going to be 8. Wonderful. That's a one. One success, okay. I don't know, should I add a willpower to this? That's your call. Yeah, sure. So it's two successes, Yes. I am terrified of you right now. (laughs) So, as you are making this trek to the hot cocoa stand, you get a moment where you just feel like someone's watching you and it's so unnerving that you turn around and for a moment you do see someone lock eyes with you they are wearing a purple very stylish looking cloak and that's kind of the only thing you catch the only thing that really sticks out to you is like wow that's kind of weird to be wearing but whatever before they turn and just vanish back into the crowd whack i'm gonna turn back around and chug some hot cocoa Okay. This thought process is, oh god, I'm really delirious <laughs> right now. Okay. Uh, how, how much hot cocoa do you knock back? <laughs> how much is, how much is too much? You're at four right I'm now? at four. I get max of 11. So getting more than six would be, or at 11, you get max at 11. Okay. After seven cups, you're fine. Alright. So do you try, you knock back seven fucking cups of hot chocolate out in public I, in front of all these I chug like, I took like two cups and then I, I grab the rest and head back. Okay. So how many cups exactly? I do need a number from you here. Can I just grab the whole, like, tankard? The, the... Uh, okay, whoa. Uh, could you please give me... Fuck. Charisma plus... Empathy to, to try to convince her, uh, the lovely lady running the hot cocoa stand that yes, you do need an entire tankard of hot chocolate right fucking now. It's around. really important. Um, can I can I distract her using manipulation? I have misdirection on that. Now here's the thing: you are going to be running off with a giant tankard of hot chocolate. It's going to be a little hard to distract from. Listen, that. I just need to be able to nab it and leave. <laughs> We grab now, apologize later. Manipulation plus what then, if you're trying to... Oh fuck, uh, you're right. Um, Performance to be like, oh, look at that over there. No, I don't don't have anything in performance. All right, fine, I'll I'll, I'll go with charisma and and, and empathy. I'll go with that. (laughs) Okay, okay. I've got two successes. With your two successes, you are able to really quickly just like I'm, I'm so sorry, um, we've had a bit of a situation, and you managed to piece together something about someone's blood sugar being really you low. You remember the you guy need, with the you, sword you, you swallowing to... last time? Yeah, I'm gonna need this. 
Danny's gonna get a reputation at this circus <laughs> for being bad at circus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> with that, you are able to walk off with this tankard of hot chocolate. Now, Erica, this roll earlier, what is this? Is this your vicissitude? Yes, that was my vicissitude roll. Uh, although I would like to spend a point of willpower to get a two on it, please. Okay. Two successes. I please. would say that that is enough to get out the biggest chunks that are kind of like the, the main reason Patrick is still paralyzed. There's still probably some like splinters and shit in there, but it's fine. I mean, it's not like you have to worry about it because he's, you know, kindred. It's fine. It's fine. Infections. Now, yeah. if he ever decides to use Blush of Life, that might be a bit of an issue, but... We can have a follow-up appointment on this, uh, Patrick. How are you feeling? Oh, like I just got hit by a bus in the chest. <clears throat> I think Patrick, like, goffs up a little bit of blood with splinters. Ooh, <laughs> oh. yummy. Yeah, sorry about staking you there, Patrick. No, listen. You got it done. That's why I held her down. God, you have a good arm. So Patrick, Patrick, Patrick's used to shit going sideways on, on, on hands, so it's just like, uh, okay. I, I'm not dead. What we wanted to kill is dead. It's good. It's good. Dear Lord, where is she? What did you do to her? Patrick kind of like dusts off a little bit of grey dust of his shirt. It's like, I think this is what remains. kind of jolts back a little bit from... Saved a lot on the cremation, though. Not much of an open casket affair, to be honest. Yeah, that did, did go a bit sideways, but didn't we get what we needed? Like, she's working with the prince and whatnot. Some of it. Might be possible. The whole point of the lie I tossed out there was to see if any obvious emotions came up when uh, I made them. I would say at this point, Theo does come back. Okay. I don't believe. I think she was trying to fool y'all. Now, I'm, again, new to the politics, but it sounded to me either like Miss Laurel was trying to make a play, get in the good favor of the prince, or possibly even make a play to become prince or have one of her group become prince themselves. I don't, um, I don't look forward to the prospect of this happening again. But it's interesting. If she wanted that done, there's a decent stand-in of my kind in Dallas. Why not just use the Asimites? She went to an even secreter group. Uh, like a hate squad? You think there's more people? I kind of left at that end, but she say anything juicy after I chased after Erica? She said some stuff that I would really like explain, though I don't think this is the exact place where I would like those things explained. I've been very, I've been very lenient, Mr. Almanzo, with letting your lies slide, but there are things that have been brought to light. Understandable. Next time we're somewhere else, I'll explain everything as I know it. You better. I just got to stay for these. I'm 
believe me, it's not a pleasant experience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, he, that trick, trick up, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Theo, Theo comes in with that fucking tank and yeah. just gonna. <laughs> well, gonna, so everyone was busy talking. I don't want to interrupt. <laughs> oh. Just standing there holding the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like dunking the whole thing of Gatorade on a coat <laughs> chocolate like a football game. Oh, uh, nasty. Blood chocolate. Mm, but but, but it just uses bad. his claw, stabs the thing, and shuts against it. <laughs> okay. Eric is gonna Eric is gonna pull out a little like medical blood bag out of a first aid kit. Like I, I have this if you'd prefer. <laughs> I mean, I, I've had I, I, I take time. anything at this point, but I, I think this will do. And I think like is it kind of like a beer keg? The canister? How does it work, Julian? That's literally all been thinking but i don't know uh is it kind of like a beer keg or how does the canister work it's like those soda machines you know, like you got a dispenser it's more like the kind of twists on like a thermos oh okay. i don't know how beer kegs are because i'm lame and don't drink a lot but you you you, you twist it and then it pops out and then you want you oh, okay, twist okay. it again mm-hmm, and it stops mm-hmm. okay so i think i would just like pop the cap off, like, the whole thing, and just, like, try it until I'm, like, full up again. How much has Theo drank already? Two. Or two points. Two blood points. Two points. There's 63 blood points left. Oh, okay. And yeah, I'm, oh. I'm gonna... I'm gonna try... I'm yeah, gonna try and you see, like, still, like, after Erika, like, finished patching Patrick up, there's still some damage done, and, like, you see his chest, like, fully, finally closed. Closest to us is back. Um, so I am removing my damage and I am I am consuming nine blood points total to fully heal myself and fully okay. reget my blood point. So after everyone gets healed up and kind of patches themselves back together. Yeah, Patrick finishes and like passes it over with you. Continues. Dream blood rota- dream blood container rotation. <laughs> <laughs> so, who do we go to about this? Uh, Jose was going to text Valencia and say, "Invest uh, interrogation finished." You may need a new chair. <laughs> yeah, he'll toss that in. <laughs> <laughs> so, so at this point. Everyone does know kind of the Tristan Valencia yeah. situation, correct? So uh, Patrick's gonna take off his like white shirt and just like close up the flannel, since the, the shirt is like okay. stained with blood now. So at least the flannel won't be <laughs> as noticeable from the back. You know, fair. Uh, so Tristan slash Valencia, however you guys are trying to call him at the moment, pops in like pretty much immediately after after Jose sends that text and looks incredibly concerned, like, is, is everyone okay? Are you doing all right? Do you need anything? I Okay, you already have blood. So I, what happened? Are you okay? She frenzied, we had to put her down. Pretty much sums it up. Okay, that, that's, that's how it is sometimes, but you know what? I'm glad you guys are safe. I'm glad no one else is dead. Patrick clutching his ragged, uh, bloody shirt in the hand. Like, yeah, we're fine. Yeah, Theo looks down at his gun. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're all good. Eric is just shaking her head. Yeah, okay, that, you know what, that's fair. Um, 
you guys want to go home early, I take it. Yes. There is some conversation we have to have, so yes. Um, I shoot an orange fucking venomous look at Jose. Jose just kind of takes it. He nods. Of, of course, yes, please. Just um, let me know if you're going to come in tomorrow. We can talk. Just let me know if you need anything, okay? I'm always here for you. And he kind of steps out of the way of the door. I mean, just let me know when you're safe, okay? I'm a little concerned. That's a lot to go through. <clears throat> Thanks. Sir, you're not... upset about what happened? At all? Like... What? Why would I be upset? You didn't alert any of the patrons, so you got that on lock. But, I mean... Melanie is... I'm sorry. His face softens. Oh, yeah, you're new. Oh, I remember when I was like that. Well, unfortunately, these sort of things do happen. You just gotta take it in stride. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I've seen death before, sir. This is just... not what I'm used to. He nods. I completely understand. Thank you. I imagine the the, the car ride is just deathly silent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this one car? Oh god. We have the van. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think at a certain point to drown out the silent, uh, uh, Jose just starts playing a lot of Hollywood Undead. Aww. Edgy. He's a, edgy he runs a punk bar. <laughs> He's an edgy lad. Yeah, but still a very edgy lad. Okay, so you all are at the last resort. Uh, Jose, is it fair to say you'd kind of clear the place out or what? How would you kind of handle this? Yeah, situation? I think uh, Jose kind of decides to close up early for the night. Once again, it's usually by the point where like last call for alcohol is passed, so it's just people hanging out. And he's like, "Hey, uh, we've had some security issues here lately. It got shot up the other day, so we're just gonna we're gonna close early for a couple days just to make sure." It's it's the same teenagers. They do respect your wishes and mosey on out. Whatever, old man, and they leave. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, I remember back when this place was cool, <laughs> but it's still cool. It's just a God. little inconvenient to go home early. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think Jose gets, like, Patrick, like, a very big, like, leftover band shirt from, like, some big band that came through. Yeah, Patrick just, like, right there, just, like, discard, like, just tosses aside the flannel because, like, it's also fucking ruined at this point. Mm -hmm. Patrick doesn't know how to start. Are you kidding? Just, like, rips the shit off, throws it back, and then just puts on the band t-shirt. And I do imagine Patrick is just fucking riddled in scars. Mm. I imagine that Patrick is one of those dudes that's built like a brick shit house. Yeah, it, it's, it's just, like, <laughs> wide. Yeah, like Olympic weightlifter yeah. kind of body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I did a picture for fashion. Congratulations, everyone. We've had our first shirt received <laughs> oh in SSI. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. If we do someone, it had to be Patrick. He's a slut of the group. We all know this. Thanks, Cookie. <laughs> He's Rock the dilf of the group. Dad bod. Yeah. 
the thing is, he's a kindred, so that means he's got a Dilf body for all eternity. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's the dream. Sign Dilf at embrace. Forever Dilf. Amazing. The truth, then. Mm-hmm. Tristan is Valencia, ex-prince of the city. I imagine All the right. real reason we're investigating is that uh, our good friend Tabitha is looking for any reason to raid the place and take him out for coming back to town. Valencio does not want to make another play for the throne. He just wants to pass through unharmed. I didn't tell any of you because I am somewhat loyal to him because I made some promises to him and I believe in his right. Bullshit. You're saying you didn't tell anybody. Those three don't look surprised at all. Look, I don't know who these people are. I don't Whatever. I would have said I... I don't understand what these politics are. I just... I'm tired of being caught in the crossfire of some kind of coup d'etat whatever. It's... I don't know who we should be working for, if I can be honest. Like, yeah, honestly, I don't care much for, like, I, I, I think I've pretty, made it pretty clear I don't give a shit about the, the city's politics. Like, I, I came in here for the job, and that was it. Like, I, I honestly, I, I think I also made it pretty clear I don't really understand much of what's going on usually. So, I'm just, what's the situation then? And I can't say I'm super happy about you keeping it from us. Understandable. Given the information I know now, I think I would have played the game very differently, but... Alas. The problem. What game exactly is this, Almanza? Like... Are you playing with us or are you playing with them? I thought that... This could all blow over, that I keep an eye out and keep Valencio's positioning on the download to the Queen. Valencio eventually leaves town and nothing big happens. That was my initial intent. Then things got fucking batshit complicated. With the whole Gabe thing, the fact that Gabe Sire is seeking power and trying to kill him fact that it seems not of all of Valencio's employees seem so intent to sit by and watch as uh, Valencio doesn't make a move and the fact that Tabitha might know quite a bit deal more about what's going on than I initially thought and so we're here so you think she might have already known that you knew that it has all been some kind of setup, or what are you saying? I'm saying Tabitha either hired all of us because she can assume her loyalty over us because most of us are from new places and kind of trial places, not a good chance to betray, or she chose all of us because we're expendable and she knew things were going to get messy from the get-go. The only reason I'm here, an established person, 
is because she wanted a snitch who was independent. <laughs> Find a lot of good that did her. Yeah, not her greatest decision. So what then? Instead, you decided to lie and go behind your employer's back? Is that it? Like I said, my whole thing was to avoid massive conflict to begin with. Conflicts that big brings the SI around, and I'm not a big fan of those kinds of people showing up. Oh, okay. So, you knew all this pertinent information about the mission that we were all on together, and you kept it from us. Why exactly did you do that? I figured I could keep it from going as bad as it could've. And you thought lying to us would help? That's what I thought. I'm... I think it's fairly obvious I wasn't playing with all the information in mind. All right. So I think we should lay a few things out on the table here. Mm -hmm. Because I think we all need to make our own decisions about what actions we can take as individuals and perhaps as a group. So, and please help me if I'm missing something. So we have the current prince, who may or may not know about shady goings on within her territory. We have a former prince who definitely does know and supposedly doesn't want to regain power, but who knows there. I can, and I then can, we I have, can assure you, he, at, at least by these very close employees, they, they seem to think that he has no intention of going out. The, mm. My boss, Samantha, she's been apparently on his ass constantly for him to do something about it and Tristan just won't move a finger. That means that there are powers beneath him who are trying to push him to do that. So again, that lays on the table. It's, it keeps on the table there. Thirdly, there's a third group trying to gain power and I I don't think that group is associated with either one of the, the current or former princes. <sighs> exact goals, not entirely sure. One goal is definitely to murder mm -hmm. me though, which I'm not a fan of. So in my personal interest, I would like to resolve the issue of this shadow group now, bring that to Tabitha. She may be willing to to deal with that, or send some others, send some assistance to deal with yeah, that. Yeah, but if we if we lay cards on the table, she might also decide to deal with you, which I don't think you want, Reverend. Yeah, I don't know if we have to, to do we have to reveal that information though. Well, I mean, the, if, how, all we have to what's say the motivation is motivation for that other group trying to gain power because that's I'm assuming that this Patrick kind of looks around that the Camarilla people come around these parts, not necessarily uh, um, like just having a uh, someone trying to be like, oh, I want to be bishop, or, I want to be like a uh, sheriff in the Camarilla or something like that, you know? Wanting to ascend to like uh, a position of power beneath the prince. I don't think that's uncommon. And I don't think that the no. prince would uh, eschew any more loyal servants. 
I suppose it depends, yeah. You're already on bad footing with the prince. This could just give her an excuse to get rid of you altogether. Mm -hmm. I fully agree that I trust, at this point, I, I trust Tristan or Valencia, whatever. I trust them more than I trust Tabitha. Not saying a whole lot, but... He's at least not as likely to murder you immediately. That's what you're saying. Well, yeah, I don't see any motivation to do that here. I don't seem driven by some, like, code of honor of, you know, Camarilla, whatever, you know. He feels like a much more, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours kind of fella. Let's see. So I suppose... For me, I'd rather take this, see if we can prod Valencio into doing something about this. But if that's going to mean open conflict with the prince, boy, that's a frightening prospect. So what, you're just going to turn on your employer just like that all of a sudden? You come in, she gives you a job, she gives you a trust, and you just turn around and stab her in the back. Someone hires you to do a job. You do the job you were hired to do. It's that simple. Okay, bootlicker. Look. Do you think Tabitha's a good prince? I don't know if she's a good prince or not. I've been here for less than a week and a half. The same as all of you. We were brought here to do a job. Nothing more. Well, took you less than a week and a half to hate my guts. Yeah, Gabe. And you've given me plenty of reason to hate you in this past week by consistently fucking up and consistently failing to do what needs to be done. We, all of us, we gave our word to Tabitha that we'd come here and we would do this job for her to the best of our abilities. We'd work as a team to investigate this circus and let her know everything we figured out. When you give your word to someone, you follow through, even if it isn't the easy thing to do. I'm glad for you that things are so simple in your mind, but that's just not the way life is. You're accusing me of being naive? Yes. I think you're you're trying to ignore a whole lot in your life, and you're really trying to ignore the, uh, the implications. No, that's not the right word. Consequences of your actions. You can't just blame any of the negative consequences that come from your actions on the person who ordered you to do them. You have your own responsibility to do what is morally right, and if that ends up being something being a traitor is the worst possible thing in the ninth circle of hell reserved for him father get your dante allegory nonsense out of here well first of all first of all yeah that's all like <laughs> fan fiction that's actually that's that is not backed up by any actual church like really really dante is kind of a crazy guy that's really more political commentary than actual like religious stuff. Every every session, I learn more and more about Christianity. Well, Mr. Rose, you misunderstand my prospect. I'm too talking about loyalty. I made a promise to both Valencio and to Tabitha. 
And my word to a good man means more than that to my word to a tyrant. Then you should have considered where your loyalties lied before you signed on for this, instead of double-crossing like a rat halfway through. She murders Kaitiffs and Thinbloods in the street. She murders someone for the instances of their creation more than their value. I don't abide genocide in any way, shape, or form. Tell me, Mr. Rose, why do you offer your loyalty to someone who wants you dead? Who would kill you without a second thought as if you were a lesser being? Because I spent 20 good years of my actual life surrounded by people like that. And that's why I went to Germany to go fuck up people that were. So please, enlighten me why I should give my word to Tabitha. I offer my loyalty because I promised it in exchange for work. Of course, Tabitha values me for my ability, values us all for our abilities. I think it's arrogant to expect more. But the only way to maintain anything is to stay true to your promises. You know, Jose, back in New York, in the mob, it was rough sometimes, sure. I won't dispute that. However, the real bad shit, the real chaos, the real bloodbaths, it wasn't caused by the mob. The mob was stable. What it was caused by was dreamy-eyed betrayers like you who looked at the current order and thought they could do it better. Damned be the costs. But then maybe you wouldn't understand consequences since you don't stick around to see what happens after you stab people in the back. So I suppose you think you're better than me for stabbing me in the front? Yes, I do. Because at the very least, I'm doing you the common courtesy of letting you know my intentions. And Mr. Rose, I would uh, then question you, what exactly would you call working for the mob, then, if not roaming from place to place, destroying people, based on some other higher-up's orders? I'd call it keeping order is what I'd call it. Keeping all of us scumbags in line under a set of rules, and getting rid of the people who don't follow those rules. All right, so you're one of those good mobsters. The kind that cares about the average citizen. No, you're not listening. It's not about whether I'm good or bad. It's about doing the right thing for the community. About setting order. About keeping things safe and secure and calm. So that business can get done as usual. Well, it's clear that you're just not listening to anything here. Who have I betrayed, Mr. Rose? Well, you could start with all of us for withholding this information this whole time. Then you get to Prince Tabitha, who you promised to do the job for, or maybe even your buddy Valencio for telling us this now. Theo, Theo, you could absolutely come for this man right now. You could absolutely destroy everything he's saying. <laughs> but Theo can't move to, to go, I guess, I against can't. Danny. I physically can't. I know. But this is still hilarious. Yeah. No, li literally this whole time, he's just standing there, just vibrating, just like, <laughs> just absolutely pissed that he can't do anything. Ooh, 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 can we roll to notice that? I would love that, actually. <laughs> Perception plus empathy. I think for 
Danny and Jose who are currently at each other's throats, it's going to be a little harder, so it's going to be seven and everyone else is kind of six. Because it feels like Gabe is just chiming in occasionally. I actually botch, so yeah, I, I don't notice any of that. Okay. Okay, and now, Theo, do you think you're hiding this super well or no? Like, you're literally just off to the side, like, your fists are balled up and you're just, like, clenching your jaw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how much the the blood like the blood bond would like prevent me, but um, this isn't me actually doing anything. Yeah, you're. It's just more of a passive thing. Mm. Yeah, I would say everyone except for Jose kind of notices that you are not having a good time right now. <laughs> hey Theo, anything to add to the conversation? Ah, uh, whatever. If he doesn't want to talk, then he can stay out of it. No, nope, just. He seemed to be keeping something in. Enjoying the debate? Really? Is is being hunched up to you? Like how is having your your shoulders hunched up to your ears and your fists, like your hands pulled into fists, enjoying reasonable debate? I I, I may have known you for a week, Mister Collins, but I know you're much more prone to gloating than to whatever these things. But you just kind of gestures abundantly. Now you're just nitpicking on mannerisms. Uh, no. Uh, hold on. Still looks like he's bothered by something. Why him? Why does he get to stay out of this? Mr. Rose, can I venture a guess that Theo does not want to speak on his behalf? Or can't? Look, I haven't prevented Theo from saying anything. You're the one that's just fucking picking on him. All of you. You pick on mine? And to be fair, I have genuine responses, but that's out of character of you. Look, we need to move back to the main point. Not let Theo speak their mind. You've not prevented anyone else from saying anything in this debate. Just Theo. Yeah, I'm good. Listen, Mr. Rooms, uh, you're having some compelling arguments. I'm not gonna say no, but Theo is clearly Mr. Collins here is clearly hiding something, and if we want to put all our cards on the table to be able to make a decision, we kind of need that to happen. And you were just saying how I betrayed you by withholding information. So, if Theo is holding information from us... If, oh, so we're accusing me of being the traitor now. I'm not saying you're the traitor, I'm saying you're holding something back. What's going on? I've spent a week and a half just fumbling around in the dark like a fucking idiot because people refuse to tell me shit. And I'm done. I just got staked today. So people better start talking. And I think I think at this point Patrick just like fully like pushes his chair back his chair back and stands up. Alright. Well then. Sorry to do this, but in the interest of uh well playing with all the cards on the table, as you've been saying. And again, I don't know the exact uh, parameters of what happened here, but I think Mr. Rose has a few other secrets. Don't you fucking do it. What? And you're lambasting everyone else out here for holding up secrets? Pertinent to the group? Pertinent to the, to the mission? To the job? You say it then. Yeah, Danny gets up from the table and starts marching towards Gabe, just seething with anger. Patrick, like, puts a hand out. Like, just like... Gabe's gonna grab his cross. 
I, I think also the two, the like two bodyguards at the bar just immediately pull out their weapons. Patrick doesn't make a move towards Danny. He just makes a move to like stand partly in front of him. We're gonna remain civil, Mr. Rose. Maybe angry, but I'm not about to just deal another final death tonight. I think we can have this as a conversation. Yeah. I think as Danny is kind of stopped by Patrick in his advance towards Gabe, you see that Danny is looking at Gabe and the anger is still there, but it's mostly subsided and the much more powerful emotion you can see in his eyes is just a blind panic. Well, this has been an eventful night. While we were, uh, I believe it was well. Jose was interrogating. I happened to notice an exchange between these two. And Gabe's going to kind of gesture sweepingly towards uh, Danny and Theo. And I think the exchange might have been more than just words. You know what I mean? 